Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson uh, Glad to have you with you um, I've got a, some special guests coming on the show tonight, and the topic is uh, being committed to women's football or any football, but being this pretty much a women's show is uh, being committed to women's football at the age of 30 or older. And uh, I have uh, Tanya Jackson, Jessica Tweed from the Tri-City Thunder, and uh, Tisha Simpkins from the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Uh, she's the owner and the player for them. Uh, they'll be joining us in here in just a real short while. Um, before we get started, though, I want to—I'd like to uh, really get some people to uh, try to get on this chat, get us some chat going, or call in about some uh, suggestions or questions or just um, some talk. And uh, Stephanie has already commented in the chat room, and I want to thank her for that and uh, thank her for listening and everybody that listens and sends in questions. And uh, that is radio.jchawks.com. Uh, if anybody uh, wants to call in, the number is 657-383-1020. That is 657-383-1020. So uh, maybe we can get some uh, chat going on there and uh, get some people talking. Uh, we're getting uh, ready to get real excited uh, here at uh, in uh, women's football. So... I hope we can uh, have have some people call in that's just as excited as, as we are. So uh, here in about 15 minutes, I think one of them's going to be calling in, and um, we'll uh, we'll talk to her, see what her thoughts are, how things are going uh, with her, and ask her a few questions. But before they do call in, uh, we'll talk a little bit about these NFL playoff games. Um, what happened this past weekend? Who's going to the Super Bowl? I didn't really get to watch a lot of either game. Uh, we just got now practice ourselves, and and I heard that uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars was beat New England Patriots twenty to ten in the fourth quarter. So uh, we went to eat a few players, and uh, we did watch the end of that. And uh, as you know, people people don't like New England or Bill Belichick or Tom Brady or any of those guys, but I'm going to tell you, the reason I do like Bill Belichick is no matter what, he don't seem to change. He didn't panic or nothing. Ten or 12 minutes ago in the fourth quarter, they were down by 10. 
They just go about their business as usual, stick to their game plan, come back and end up winning that game 24 to, t- uh, 20, uh, 24 to 20, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, that's it just goes back to, I mean, the guy's just phenomenal. And, uh, he's, he's my favorite coach. Uh, no matter who he coaches for and all that, he just, you know, I dislike the way they do things up there. Uh, Jacksonville did have a uh, chance to win the, win the game and actually got um, on the Patriots side of the 50, but uh, they uh, penalties and the sack and all that put them in long, fourth and long situations. And, you know, he, in that league, you get to fourth and long situations, you just got to have a, I ain't going to say a lucky play because those guys do things that ain't lucky. You got to have something special happen like uh, Minnesota and uh, Saints did a couple weeks ago. So, put you in a bad situation. Um, they couldn't pick it up. New England took over on downs and ended up uh, winning the game and going to the Super Bowl again. Um, so, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, if anybody did see the final touchdown catch, though, uh, Danny Amendola, he made an awesome catch there at the end of that game. So, um, you know, whether you like the Patriots or not, they're a good team. They're a well-coached team. They do things. Um, they just stay to the grind, and that's what I like about them. Um, not necessarily – anything in particular besides Bill Belichick, but just the way they approach every week and the things they do, it's phenomenal. And, you know, that's whether you like them or not, you have to respect that. You have to like the way they they go about things and do things. And, you know, I'd like to uh, get our team on the on that caliber of, of thinking and uh, the way we operate and do things because, you know, so many times – uh, especially in this women's football, you got a lot of green players, a lot of young players. Um, you get down and and man, it you know it's just like they take all the wind out of yourself. So uh, it's um, you know it's it's tough, and that's what they do really well versus anybody else is uh, they uh, they stay on the course, and I really. Really like that. And, uh, we're we're working toward that. We've been working hard in practice and not trying to compare our team to the New England Patriots by no stretch of the means. But um, just the way our approach is, I want to uh, really work on that. So <clears throat> then the other game between the Minnesota Vikings and Philadelphia Eagles. Man, it was just—it was just a blowout. I—I I think I watched a little bit off and on. I mean, Philadelphia just took it to the Vikings. I mean, they just wore them out. Uh, I didn't think it would happen. I'll be the first day. I—I I picked uh, Atlanta to beat Philadelphia in the first round. I picked New Orleans to beat Minnesota. Both games come down to the wire. Um, but Philadelphia, they just took off, and I mean, they just beat Minnesota at their own game. So, I believe it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Um, you know, two two teams that have um, have pretty good quarterback play. Uh, both of them been playing good defense. You know, New England, <laughs> excuse me, top team that seems like that uh, 
it takes them longer to get settled in in a game <clears throat> in a game than than a lot of other teams. And then at halftime, they make these adjustments and and I don't know. So maybe uh, maybe it'll be a great game like it was last year. That you know when you get these caliber teams in the in that big game, that's what you can hope for. Is uh, you know for everybody to see a good game. The whole country will be watching, I guess. Uh, the NFL has had a bunch of – has lost a bunch of viewers, I should say, put it that way. So, But most of the time, pretty much everybody does watch the Super Bowl. So uh, maybe, it'll be a, maybe it'll be a great game. So uh, we're hoping anyway. But, uh, you know, tonight we're going to talk, like I say, about uh, women – I mean, we're, I'm happy for everybody to be playing. Don't get me wrong, but when, especially like when I look at look at our team, we got 20 players, and a third of them are over the age of 30. And uh, I wanted to just make something a little special for those people because some of them um, have been playing for several years. Some of them just got a year under their belt, and uh, a couple of them are are playing for their first time. And uh, I wanted to make a special thing for them and the effort they come in. And I'm going to tell you, they're great players, and they really work hard, and, and these young girls could could take a lot of note from it. And uh, so we created uh, on our team, Tri-Cities Thunder, uh, the Dirty 30 Club. And uh, so we're going to be talking with a couple of players tonight from our team about that and, uh, you know, see, they're excited about it. Something, you know, it's just something a little fun to uh, really separate them from, you know, from the other other players. You know, everybody's always the – seems like the younger players and um, certain position players still the limelight. And then, you know, when I look down at the, our players and, and – I'm not going to say any of them's age, but, you know, they were over 30. And I'm thinking, you know what, they're some of the best players on our team, you know. And we need to, you know, we need to recognize that. I want to I want to do something special for them and, and uh, make them, you know, feel special. You know, make these uh, younger girls, you know, want to work harder and, uh, and that kind of thing. So we did, you know, just create this little – club, you know, just amongst them. I think there's seven of them in it. Nothing extravagant, but they're excited about it. And, uh, you know, what's funny is a lot of those other players ain't 30. Well, man, I, that's a pretty neat, unique club. If everybody's in it, I'd you know, like to be in it. Well, it's just, if you're 30 or and you're on our team, you can get in, in their club. But if you're not, you, you can't. So, um, it's it's just like I say a little unique thing and and uh, last week we had a couple guests on one that still plays and uh, she's in that club and then another girl that uh, hasn't played in a few years but she played for eighteen years and um, you know just because you get to be uh, thirty and 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 I know that you're gonna. Um, you get your, you get there and you think, man, I'm getting old and all that. 
Well, Tom Brady is 40, and he's playing in that NFL. Uh, you got James Harrison's like 40 or more, and he's playing in the NFL. And um, so there, there's plenty of time and, and places for you to play. And I'm going to tell you exactly what, like I told my girls, is here's the thing. You're in a, a special club. All you need to do is, is relish it and take better care of yourself. Each year that you get older, you need to make work that much harder to make sure that uh, you stay in better shape. And, uh, you know, you have to put in more effort to stay on top of your game because when you're young, you're in your 20s or early 20s, another year you don't think nothing about it. There's a beat and the bruises don't hurt near as bad. But when you get 30 and then you get 31 and you start thinking, man, you got to step it up. You got to stay on top of your game. You got to get in better shape. You got to want to play uh, at the higher level. You can't just take for granted. And, you know, you have to uh, stay after it. So uh, that's why we created a club we got. And uh, just like I said, something fun, nothing, nothing too extravagant, uh, but uh, give, them, give them something special that nobody else has, just those few. So uh, pretty pretty neat, pretty fun little deal. Uh, I think we got Tanya on the line. Let's see. How about it, Tanya? You there? I am. Can you hear me? Hey, Tom. Yeah, I sure can. How are you doing? Doing good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. How's the weather in North Carolina? It's actually pretty today. Well, that's uh, good. Pretty good. Well, well, well hey, I'm what? Do what? I said, how about down there in Tennessee? Well, I'm actually in Indiana, and it's about 25 and okay. snowing, so. But uh, hey. it ain't bad. We're we're inside here, so we're doing pretty good. I, I'm gonna, I've got some questions here for you, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about this club we started there. But how many, how many, uh, Years have you been playing women's football? This is my third year. Your third? My third year. Oh. Sorry, yeah, I started yeah. when I was um, when I was thirty-five. Yeah. Well, what what makes you what makes you want to play? Well, I mean, you know, there's um, I know a lot of you girls play softball and you know, but. What you know? What's the separation between? A lot of people think that well, you get to be the age thirty, I can't do anything, and this, that, and other. And, and you know, we see it every week. We play uh, teams and team players on other teams that are way older than that. So you know, what makes you want to play women's? Um. Well, first, I'm urge to play women's football because I was so physical and softball and um I'm an aggressive person but then once whenever I started to become to play soft or football and I saw the difference in between it, you know it's more like a family. It's more like a bond and when you get out there, you know, your your team your teammates depend on you. Especially as linemen, they depend on you for protection. And you depend on them to run the plays where they need to go, and you you just you know 
you just bond with each other very well. Right. Well, you know, and that and that's that's the thing. And um, you know, like I told y'all before, you you got to when you get to be the age of thirty, you have to, you know, be in keep yourself in better shape and it and it takes more. I mean, you know, you it seems like the older you get, the more responsibility you get in life and it's not just women, it's everybody and you know, you have to put forth more effort. And so what what's the drive there that now that you are um thirty over thirty, uh what's the drive to keep you wanting to play? Um it's just the game, the love for the game. Basically, um, I, I commit myself just like I would commit myself. Um, I commit myself to the team just like I would commit myself to, a, like, a relationship. When you go into it, you got to give 100% because if you don't, it won't flourish. Um, the first year I started playing, I wasn't, you know, I, I thought I was going to walk in and be dominant. But I was really, really, really out of shape. I was the slowest one on the team. Everything was hard for me. Um, everything ached more than it does now. And I found the more I play, the better shape I get in, Things, the easier things get. Um, I don't know if that's for everybody, but I feel like the more active I am, the better off I am. Tell you what happened. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I, I was just, uh, I was just thinking. You know, people don't, people don't realize that. You know, the, the more you play something, and um, the harder, the harder you go. I mean, the first few days of anything are are always the hardest. I mean, I don't care if it's a new job, whatever you do. The first few days are the hardest. The more you do it the better you get, the more you come accustomed to it, and, you know, all that. So, naturally, you're going to get your second wind. You know, you're going to get more adapted to it. So, what what I, what I don't get is, you know, when you tell – you tell these younger players, they take it for granted. I'm just going to tell you, most of them, most of the younger players take it for granted, and they don't understand um, the opportunity. Now, I'm not saying to everybody because there's some great young players I've seen and all that, but for the most part, the ones that we have run across, let's put it that way, the ones that I have run across and encountered with have had have had it right there in the grasp of their hands and the the older players on the team relish more than they do, you know. And it's it's really sad to me that, you know, now I, I've got myself, you know, and that's the guys for in general, you get to play. Uh, you know, I started playing when I was in the second grade. So I, I realized every year I played, I wanted to play that much more. You know, I wanted to play college ball, but I hated school. So I really missed it. I, I mean, when I got out for like two two years, we played every Sunday because I missed it. There was nothing like it to me. There's still nothing like it. It's the ultimate team sport. And if if we can change this culture and get, get these younger girls working as hard and, and make it mean as much – 
is what you girls in this in our Dirty Thirty Club have taken it. How serious we, you know, um, we've got a lot of them to take it. Then not just us, but every young person out there playing on all these teams is going to be a lot better. Because like you said, you didn't start playing until you 35. Can you imagine starting to play at 15? No. If if I started playing when I was 15, I mean, I still had my aggressiveness when I was in, but the difference was is I was in a whole lot better shape. Um, and I still had the mentality that, you know, the bruiser's mentality, I guess you would say, um, uh, the go-get, you know, the want to win, the will to win, you know, and to beat out. Right. Well, um, yeah, well, see, here's, here's you know, you take, um, I mean, we've had a player that, you know, that's been playing since she was 15, and, you know, who we don't even know how long she's going to play, but, we don't know how long you girls are going to be able to play either. Is what I'm saying. They just they just take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? It's just like man, you know. It it if it it's just like the flavor of ice cream, the flavor of the day. You know, if it fits in my schedule, then yeah, I'm I'm, I'm for it. And I'm all up for it. But if it ain't, then well, I got you know something else. I, I'll play next year. I, I'm do this, not do that. But for you girls, I'm not saying there's the time running out. Don't get me wrong. But when you get to be like the age of 35, there's not there's not 30 years left in you. You know what I'm saying? There's not 20 years left in you. And those girls have got. I mean, she's 15. We've got one that's what 19, and a few that are in their early 20s. I mean, they literally got 20 years left to, you know, to play. And, you know, the end, I ain't going to say it's coming here, but for sure when you start that late, you you know, you ain't going to get to play as many years as they would. And for them to just take it for granted, I mean, it really eats at me. I mean, y'all know that, and we talk about it a lot. And, y'all, it really does uh, eat at me because they don't, I just don't think the commitment's there, seriousness there, and the fact of the opportunity they have versus the opportunity y'all got. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have to take it serious now. Each year is so much important to you. These other girls in this little club that we started that you can't waste it, you know. So that's... That's the culture that we're wanting to change. And that's why, you know, when I decided to meet with y'all and we started this little thing, it was to not only to to get y'all motivated to get in better shape and to bear down, it was to show these younger girls, hey, look here, we might be older, but we're still better. And we're better because we take it serious and we work hard. I mean, you just look. At, at how we've got one player that's played on our team just for this year and played on another other football team for six years, and you look at how much better she is now and how much effort she's putting now better than I've ever seen her play. And that's, and that's because we put in the time. We, I'm stressing, hey, we've got to get in better shape for you girls. You girls got to be committed. We got to bear down. 
and y'all have taken that and relished the moment. And uh, that's, you know, that's why I was so excited that, you know, when I, I really thought about it, I wanted to do something special for y'all with that little Dirty 30 Club. We appreciate that. I mean, it's it's allowed us to bond a little bit more together, and, and we we have our little memes and jokes between each other, like, oh, the biofreeze and Tylenol tonight, you know, or you know, ibuprofen. If we keep them in our keep them in our um, duffel bag, you know, versus these girls, but it's serious, you know. We're committed so much that the the pain definitely um, the the game is definitely worth more than the pain that we go through, and and, and it's more so than they than they feel. <laughs> but. Um, right. You know, we enjoy it, you know, and and that's the thing. It's the love of the game. And if, if they love the game, I'm telling you, if I had the opportunity whenever I was 17, 18, when I had nothing nothing to, to do but with time, I, I would have tried to go all the way with football. And and right. I don't understand right. why not trying well, that's what I'm saying. It, it just seems like that, you know. And I'm not look. I, I'm, I don't want to judge anybody else's team because I don't know what they go through. And I've seen some really great young players on some other teams out there. So we're just talking about the experience that you know we experienced through our team and the young girls we've seen that come through and the, you know that could be great players. I mean, we've seen it, thought of it. It's like, ah, you know, just take for granted. And then I see every one of you girls in that dirty, dirty club that are just dying and chomping at the bit just would love to have the opportunity that they have, and they just pee it away, just to put it mildly, and not take it for granted. And y'all could just love to start it when they were, you know, when even when you were 25, you know, not just start when you were 20 or 18 or 15 like come up, you've just been tickled to start at, you know, 25. And uh, the the thing about football is the more the more you play, the more you get in there and you get this um, union and and bond with these players, the more you want to play. I mean, you, it's just like a drug you can't get enough of, you know. And you don't want the season to end because ever you want to keep going, and and that's what makes it the greatest ultimate team sport there is. And this is where our team is going to have. I firmly believe our team is going to have to. They're going to rally around you girls that are, that are over the age of thirty that are in that little club to come together. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, we got great, great players outside of that little club and inside that club. I'm not saying that. But they're going to have to come and say, hey, you know what, when we look at that right there, there I think there's seven of you. Is that right? I think there's seven or eight. Um, yeah. I believe there might be eight yeah. of us. Well, there's seven or eight. I don't know. I didn't write them down. I'd have to write them down, and I will because I'm gonna have I'm gonna have all y'all on here uh, a couple of times till we get to talk to everybody uh, because you know there's a lot of people 
out there that are still playing or listening that you know that can't play or whatever that are that are loving this. You know, like a, a girl. I don't know who she is. Stephanie. She you know sent a comment to the chat room. She she loved the show last week and loves having these guests on here. People want to hear from people uh, you know that have real life, you know, and, um, you know, have a career, have a, a good job, have a uh, relationship, uh, marry or kids or whatever the case may be, and you still find time to play. And I think that, you know, and just like I said, it's real life stuff, uh, and that's why, it, to me, it was, it was easy for us to make this club for you girls because not only are you you do have a career. You do have a relationship. You're also twice the age of some of these girls, and you're putting forth about ten times the effort. And that's what it was, you know, easy for me to do. Uh, but I want to make sure that you understand, if you want to continue to play, we actually seen a girl playing for the uh, Houston team last year, Houston Wildcats, that she was in her 50s, and she was a really good player. And she stayed in shape. And I have no doubt that, that all of y'all can play a lot longer, but each year it's going to be tougher to just stay in better shape. And that's why, you know, we wanted to get that started and get that through because we, the, we can lean. Y'all are more mature than these other girls playing. You take it – I'm not going to say you take it more serious, but you have to take – getting in shape and taking care of your body better because of age. Right. And I, I feel like it's just a generation gap a little bit too as well. Um, you know, we were we were taught whenever, I mean, whenever I played, I went outside and I played outside. I didn't stay inside in front of a um, video game. And, and I feel like once whenever – us, us girls that are in our 30s, we get a taste of the football. That brings back to sort of what we played. I know, I know, I played football with a bunch of guys when I was younger. So that brings that back to me, you know, my youth. So, um, you know, I, I just think it's, you know, you know, a generation gap there. Right. Well, you know, they have a. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the extent of it and all that, but they have a. Uh, a women's league, youth league type thing out in Houston. Some, I'm not sure what it's called, uh, but it's just, you know, four girls, you know, coming up and uh, getting to play play the sport, you know, where these boys do in high school and middle school. And, uh, you know, you hear it all the time. Um, oh, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. But then when we give them the opportunity to play, you know, how many how many girls do we know that have come, oh, I wanted to play, I've been wanting to play forever, and then we give them that opportunity, how many of them are still there? That's the commitment level that I was telling you about. There, um, I just talked to another girl about this. Um, I said, if you're going to play, you need to go in there with both feet, you know, to the ground. Um, because, you know, you do something – Half, half butt, then the results show that. Um, anything that I do, whether it's work, 
home relationship football, I, I go into it full force. And I think that's what leads anybody to success, no matter what age. Yeah, you have you have to. I mean, you have to go go in it and and know that hey, I'm 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 going in. I'm going to play. It ain't no if or ands or buts. I, you know, I want to do this, and you know, I think uh, what we seem to get is is girls that. Oh, I wanted to play, I wanted to play, and then they get the opportunity to play, and they, they really didn't want to play. They just wanted to talk about it, you know, and um, I, I don't go for that stuff. I mean, you, you girls know that, and and uh, I'm not I'm not forced. If you want, it's just as simple as if they want to play, they just need to show up and, and uh, uh, set the doing all the talk and, and play. And, you know, we, we've seen a bunch come and go, that, that talk that, but they, you know, they never deliver on what they talk. So, um, well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. So, so tell me, what what's your goal for this year? Um, I was a starting center last year, um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, and that's still. You know, I, I like I like to do center. I'm I'm versatile. I was guard first year. Uh, it's basically to be to play wherever the team needs me the most, and to be the most valuable to the team, and uh, to get in in even better shape. You know, that's my goal every year. Is if I come back better than when I started the next year, I'm doing I'm doing good. Let, I mean, um, that's, I'm a, that's... That's what you want to do is 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 get better, you know, every year. That's you know, a lot of and I think that that's that's where the seriousness comes in from from these younger players. Um and not all of them. And I'm not gonna mention any names, but when you look down the line you see the inconsistency from from these players and it's the the lack of seriousness and the work they put in during the off season. Uh, when when somebody asks me, "Hey, how can I get better?" and I tell you, I'm you know I'm I'm telling you for a reason how you what you can do to get better. And most of the time, it has most of the things that I tell every single girl on this team has nothing to do with football. Most of the women. On our team, again, I'm only talking about our team, so people can't say, well, he don't know our team, talking about us. I'm talking about our team. Most of our problems playing is not football-related. So there's things you can do. You don't have to have anybody there. You can do yourself. Take 30 minutes out of your day, and, and these girls, everybody can really get in shape from uh, just doing those things. So... And it just seems like the 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 younger generation just take it for granted. And I guess it's part of just what I say, the younger generation um, of thinking difference that, you know, just because I'm young, well, it won't take me long to get in shape. And, you know, I see it when I'm at practice. I mean, you know, it's like Lee said the other day, you know, I know you see that. You see everything. You know, her, 
I got eyes everywhere. You know what I mean? I, I do see the things. Just because I'm not directly standing there don't mean I'm not watching. So I see who's in shape. I see who's not in shape. I see who, who's working hard and who's not working hard and who's put in the work that I told them to. And, you know, here it is almost the end of January. We're getting ready to have our first scrimmage. And some people are just now uh, wondering what they can do to – to get shaped and get better. Well, you know what? That's all fine and good. But from July to January, you had, what is that, six, seven months, five, six months to yeah. to get to work on this stuff. And now the season starts, you're worried about it. Well, guess what? You're, you're six months behind. So how you cram six months in the next two two months before an actual game, I don't know. So that to me is is where um, I think the, the the girls over thirty in this uh, little club we got, I think they're smarter, they're wiser. I mean, they're definitely probably smarter because they did did things and made decisions and learned from a lot of the mistakes. And uh, you know, I just think if these younger girls would just listen. To you girls, not necessarily them listening to you or any of y'all about what you should play or how you should play. Just the way they approach the game, just the way uh, they approach practice and the seriousness that it means to practice and the seriousness that, um, you know, it means to be in shape. And if if they would, I, I think that we're, we're all going to benefit from it, no doubt. But they're really going to benefit from it. And for each play, here, here's the thing, is, and it's like I told you before, if we can limit the amount of plays that girls have to play both ways, especially you girls that have some age on you, we're going to be that much better. But oh, yeah. these, these other girls have to rise to the occasion to earn these spots to take that pressure off. They're not just going to be given. We're going to do whatever we need to do to compete and win. But that's what our goal is. And, and you know, when you talk to them, it's like it just goes in one ear and out the other. So um, that's, you know, for me, that's that's one thing that I'd really um, like for them to learn from this is, is to, you know, not to laugh about, oh, they're, they're just in the old club and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I want them to look and see who the players are in that club and uh, how much they did and, uh, you know, how much production uh, we get from you girls that are in that club and how much production we're going to get. And if they would look at it like I look at it and y'all look at it, then they're going to think, wow, I need to, you know, keep my mouth shut and and, – start putting in more work and, and uh, work harder when I'm there. At least, you know, in some cases, work harder than even getting there, uh, showing up. So um, that's, you know, for for me, that's a, a big thing. And that's, you know, like I said, why we started this thing, the seriousness. And, you know, it was uh, just to create a little group for y'all and to make y'all understand. I mean, not that you didn't, but to really – bear down on what it's going to mean um, for each one of you to contribute and to be in better shape uh, as we go along. Um, so, 
here's the main question that I asked last week, and I'm going to ask everybody this week too, and probably every guest that I have on here until we get through uh, with this topic in the next few weeks. What would you say to these young girls that have the chances to play but take it for granted? Um, if it's just simply, if I had the chance to be where you are, I would be doing it totally different. Um, I'd be trying to go all the way because the, since I started playing, the progress in women's football has grown leaps and bounds and that's just three years. So can you only imagine the opportunities they really do have? You know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know it. (laughs) Right, and and you know what, man, JC was talking about this before the got on the show that how much football has changed just since I've been in women's football has changed just since I've been involved in it for you know going down to six years here. Uh, just how much it's changed, and, you know, you got to keep up with it. You know, the first year that I was involved in it, um, the players I've seen play then to to now is 100% different. And But, you know, the one thing, though, I will say this, is the first year Gamper played, she played on the Tennessee train. And and that very year, their best players then – was at the eight was over the age of thirty. Now, the only thing that hindered them in it all was they did not get in shape at all. I mean they work at it like we work at it. They didn't have somebody grinding on their hind end all the time like y'all do, uh, with me and and Mike and Tony and Cody. I mean, we're we're all the time harping on y'all because we wanna be good. We want y'all to be even better. But those girls that played back then, their best players on that team were over the age of 30. And I watched ever a lot of practices and a lot of games, and it was the same kind of thing back then. All the young players took it for granted. Now, some of the older players took it for granted, too, because they didn't show up work, but they were the best players. And had they gotten shape, oh, man, they could have been great players. Um, so... But the one thing has changed is the athleticism of these girls. You know, back then, if you could just uh, move a little bit, you could play. Now, you've got to be able to play any position. Uh, so, as we go along, everybody. Huh? Sorry. I, I think the knowledge of the game also has been come a long way. Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting ready to say. Not only has the athleticism come along better, but these these girls are getting smarter at every position. And when you take that, the knowledge with them working that much harder, you already got to put in more work just to keep up. And, you know, that's why, you know, I talk to y'all, we got to work that much harder and, uh, you know these young girls need to need to bear down more and uh, not not take it for granted. And every single one of them, every single person I've asked so far has had on the same lines of um, you know the answer for what for what you had. Uh, so 
playing women's football at the age of 30 and older, and uh, you told me you was even a little better than that. But I ain't going to um, – I won't reveal that. <laughs> Uh, but you're def- you're definitely in the in the over thirty, and you know it it really is um, it's an a, an attribute to you girls to even want to play, and then the older you get to really want to play because you know what it takes, and you know after you play these good tough teams what you feel like the next day. So to to get in there and grind and play what most people consider a young person's sports, uh, it, it takes a lot. So, you know, just for that alone, like I said, I want to thank you for your efforts and uh, for for playing women's football when when you do get some age on you because it's, like you say, it's considered a young person's sport. So, uh, but uh, how, many, how many years have you been playing? Well, actually, this is my – a full year is my second year, but I started out, I played half a year. I ended up tearing my meniscus and my ACL, so I had to sit out the rest of that year. So last year was considered my initial first year playing. Right. So you're like, you got started real late then. Yes, but I've always been in sports my entire life. I, um, I'm from New York. I moved down to Virginia in 2003. I played basketball in high school. I jumped competitive double dutch, and I also um, coached it for many years on the championship level. Um, I was looking for something else to do. Went online and I say football. I'm like, I want to try that because I'm always I've always been aggressive. So what can I do to get some of this anger up on my chest? You know. So you know, I went out there and I tried. <laughs> I tried. You know, my son he played football for many years, so I knew. You know, he played running back. So I knew the ins and outs of playing running back, so I thought I can actually get out there and do that. But uh, my body said, nah. <laughs> you know, so when I started the Lady Gators, I started out playing at starting at center. And um, it pretty much it worked for me, and I love it. Well, that well that's great. Well, when when and what made you decide to, to start your own team? I know, because trust me, I know how hard it is to start a team from scratch and and to grow that team to to where it's competitive, not just to start a team, but competitive. And, you know, it takes a look. It takes a lot of guts to step out there and start a team not knowing what can happen or how long it's going to take you to get to be competitive. So when and, and what made you decide to do that? I mean, you want me to be brutally honest? Um, when I went up to play for the team that I played for at first, when I got injured, nobody really cared. You know, so, you know, me being, I'm a very competitive person. So being that it was, you know, an hour and a half away from my home, I was like, we're going to try to start this here. You know, I went out and I started a meet and greet. And I only had about four players out there. But once I got to the field for our first initial practice, I had about 12 you know, and it started to grow from there. I went out to all the youth practices. I gave out flyers. You know, I really pushed it, you know, got in contact with the um, the newspaper, you know, put it out in the newspaper. And I had a lot of, you know, people, you know, come out. But a lot of girls came out there. They think, you know, once we started hitting, they figured, yo, this is not for me. So we went up from having, like, maybe 30-something players on the field, and we ended up with, like, 20-something players on the field. You know, and – um everybody pretty much put their heads together. You know, we started trying to find sponsors, doing um, 
you know, little car washes and things like that to try to get the funds. And I had a um, – my son played high school football, and the team he played for, they had pretty much shut down. So the the coach of the team, he gave us equipment, helmets and shoulder pads, you know, to start us off. So And that's where we were. And, you know, this year – we're pretty much better off because now we have a lot of people on our staff that are willing to help do a lot of things that we couldn't do last year. So now we we really got the ball running now. We got players from um, Pittsburgh Passion that came down. They played for us. I had two that came from Carolina Phoenix, and I have one that's coming from, um, I believe she's coming from the Keystone Assault. She'll be down here sometime next month to play for us. So, you know, having that website and the Facebook page, you know, we have people that really, you know, want to come and play for the team, and I'm happy for it. Well, well yeah, that's great. I mean, that's the, you know, that's the hardest part is, is the word out there that, you know, you are starting a team, and and not just starting a team, you want to have a good team. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, you can't just judge a team or organization on wins and losses. Um, you got to judge on, in my opinion, and what I do is, is I judge them on how they handle themselves and how they conduct themselves and how they approach um, everything they do. You know, there's, there's teams that win a lot of games, but they're not any kind of professionalism at all. I mean, it, you know, it's, it, it's just a disgrace to me, the women's football, that some of the the way some of these organizations go about it. And and they win a few games. Don't get me wrong. And I guess everybody's different. But to have a good organization, to have a good team, you have to have people in place that are willing to do the things that not just can do by yourself. You know, you've got to be able to, to uh, head that organization, I know, but putting people and finding people that can help you and everybody's on the same page. That's the biggest thing that I found uh, about starting a team is everybody has to be on the same page, and you have to be realistic, you know, yeah. that you can't just – I mean, it's very seldom that you can start a brand-new team or an organization or whatever you, you know, vote, and you can start out on top. Now, I know there are teams that sell a first-year team, um, you know, we we won all the games, this, that, and other. I'll promise you, every one of those players were not brand new players. They had play they yeah. might be a new team organization, but they had players that have played somewhere on there. You're just not gonna yeah. take a bunch of brand new young green rookie players and win every game. And That's so true. you know, you you have to have those veterans um, along the way and, and players uh, with experience. You know, knowledge sometimes is, to me, I'll take that knowledge over other things just because even though they may not be as fast, they may not be as strong, but having that knowledge equals out for that. You know what I'm saying? Now, once yeah. those younger players or greener players – get that knowledge, then they're just they're way above the other person. So, you know, just the experience alone helps from uh, getting those. And I, I'm glad, you know, people, I'm glad to see teams take it serious and and want to do things um, the right way. And, you know, people don't understand that you got a team, i got a team, other people have a team, but we're all in this together, really. And 
they, yeah. they don't understand it. It's about the sport, what the sport stands for, not about, you know, we're we're trying to help women's football. Yeah, you got a team and you want to you want your team to win and you want to have the best team and I do too. But if I don't succeed with my team and do things right, then that's one less team your team's going to have to play and vice versa. And if everybody would get on this page and not just, you know, on the same page and not just say, well, you know, they only care about their team. You know, if I only cared about my team, I wouldn't do this show every night and have other people from other teams and stuff to come on here and talk about it and, uh, you know, try to help in every way I can. Now, I do have a team, and, and, you know, they are my main priority, just like your team is you. But, you know, me yeah. and you talk and have other conversations. It ain't just about that. And I think that's what the, so many of these teams and owners of other leagues don't see, that, you know, we're all in this together. And it's how you treat but You want to give everybody a fair, honest shot, no matter what. And until they exactly. take that away from you, you know, you can't just try to uh, throw your weight around just because you think you're better than everybody else or your your team or league or whatever is better or bigger than everybody else. You know, so they end up, to me, they end up hurting the sport. They might gain a few teams and they might be able to boast about it, but in the end they're hurting the sport. Um, and sure. so, you know, I like to see people that uh, work hard, um, you know, like when you talked another day, you tell me about the places y'all play, the crowds you get, and you know what? That's amazing. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I'd love to see a crowd, see a crowd that big to <laughs> show up at a women's football game. I'm serious, you know, that's that's what yeah. it's about. It ain't, um, you know, to see these, these girls that play on all these teams, most of the games you go to, they're going to have, the men, I mean, that I've been to, let, I want to rephrase that. Most of the games I've been to, they have a, uh, uh, some, uh, you know, they have a two or three hundred at the most. And you spread that out in a big stadium, it looks like nobody's there, you know. Um, so, so, yeah, so to have a big team, uh, a big crowd show up for your team. That's a big. I mean, man, that's a that's a big thing. Yes, we got. We're on the campus of the ODU, and we have a lot of players that play. I mean, that work in like the shipyard and you know other places. And when the guys hear about you know women's football, first thing they think that we're in lingerie football. No, that's not what we're doing. So they really want to see what do y'all really play. Do y'all really hit? Do y'all really do? You know. And when they come out there, they're like, wow, you know, I love it. I love it. I really like that the fact that, you know, we haven't had a team here for many years. And, you know, they, they have a love for the sport. I have a lot of, um, you know, guys that coach football that want to come out and help the girls out, you know, like linemen camps and, you know, uh, trainers, you know, the training receivers and the linebackers. We have a lot of, we have a lot of help, which I'm very thankful for. Very thankful. And, um, yeah, that hey, that makes it all that much easier and, and better, you know, uh, to help get that knowledge along. You know, and, and I'm, you know, I tell everybody, and this is, you know, I have a lot of people ask me, you know, about, hey, I'm, I want to start a team. What do I need to do? I said the first thing, 
before you even get players, is you need to find a good coach. Yes. You need to say, and that's hey, the hardest thing to get, do. That's that hard. is the hardest thing. That, that and getting yes. players is the two hardest things to do. But the bottom yes. line is, if you get that coach and you tell him, hey, I, I want you in place. I'm going to get the players. I need you to be there. Then you've already got the main ingredient for me taken care of because when I start getting those girls, I know I got somebody that can can help them out along the way, you know. So yeah. um, that's the first thing I tell them. And then, you know, naturally you're recruiting. You got to have players to play. But I don't want to get twenty or thirty players and then wonder where I'm going to get a coach, you know. Yeah. And I... the rest of if you got a coach and you get players, you'll figure out how to make the rest of it work. And that's you know what I tell them um, is when. To start a team, that's the first places uh, I would look. So let me ask you, somebody somebody in the chat room here, your team is called the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Is that correct? Yes, sir. um, There's somebody put in the chat room that uh, wanted to know exactly what (laughs) the name of your team was. So now are you all in? Do what, man? No, I say yes. We are the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Now, are y'all in Virginia Beach? Where exactly are you? Well, um, we're based in Newport News, but our stadium is in Norfolk. Okay. So how far um, is Virginia Beach and Newport News? All all that's within the, what, 20, 30-mile radius? Um, Yes. We travel to – we get to our games. I mean, the time, you know – we normally play our games at six, so we run into a lot of traffic. But I mean, on a normal day, from our base to our field, it's about thirty-five minutes. Because we couldn't get a stadium in Newport News. Nobody wanted to touch us, being that it's female football. They didn't know nothing about it, so I guess they just didn't want to deal with it. It took me a long time to get a stadium for us to play at. But um, Powhatan Stadium, they were nice enough to let us use their stadium. They were very happy with what they got last year. So um, they invited us back, you know, this year to, you know, play play on, you know, on their field and on the campus, which I'm very grateful for. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great thing. So uh, Donna wants to know how how did you choose your name and your team? Um, <laughs> me and my best friend were sitting in the car one day and – um, we were like back and forth on, you know, what names sound the best. So he had a few and I had a few and we caught, I guess we caught a medium and, you know, Lady Gators just sound good to me. So that's what we went with. Right. So does that mean you're a Florida Gators fan? Yeah, no, I don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I'm everything New York. Everything oh, okay. So, well, I just like I just okay. like the name. It just it just struck me. I just I don't know. But I mean the color, oh, okay. everything, everything well, about it. I mean it pretty much fit us. So we stuck with it. Right. Well, I think that most people are under the assumption that you you like the Florida Gator, so uh, you called yourself <laughs> the Lady Gator. <laughs> uh, I mean the Florida Gators, they're an excellent team. They are an excellent team, but um, I don't know anything about Florida for real. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> so, what's, what, uh, what really, um, you know, 
what is the the drive? I know you own the team and and you play too, and like you say, but you know when you get older, um, and of course you did start to you had some age on you, but what is the drive that makes you, you know, really want to play? At this age, when when you look, and I don't know your team, and I don't want to say this, but for instance, like the girls in our Dirty Thirty Club, they look around, and you know some of them are twice the age of a couple of players on the team. Yes, well, um, just like I said before, I'm very competitive, you know, and I strive to be the best at everything that I do. So, I mean, when the girls are we in the gym and the girls are doing a hundred of this and a hundred of that, I push myself to try to, you know. I try to do more, you know what I'm saying? But knowing when I go home, my body don't feel the same, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, they look up to me. They call me Coach Mom, to be honest. You know, um, I called myself last year. I got a little frustrated, and I felt like I was going to walk, you know, I'm still going to own the team, but I felt like I didn't want to play anymore. I had a couple of the players approach me like, you're not going nowhere. Where are you going? You're the heart of this team. You know, you can't go anywhere, you know. So, you know, had to come back, you know, rethink it all like yeah I really can't you know bounce on these girls but to be honest this year is going to be my last year and then I'll go on to the you know the administrative side of things because I am getting a little you know up the in age I work swing shifts at work you know I got a whole family I got grandkids you know I I just I don't know I still do the workouts but I don't think I could take them the blows that I take out there you know playing center you know it's like I said I'm aggressive in every way but I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it, I mean, just like I said earlier to, to Tanya, I mean, you got, uh, you know, at the end of you, you played some of these games, and, and like me and you talked about the other night, I mean, every team in our league and division is going to be a tough game. I'm here to tell you that you're yeah. going to – every game is going to be a dog fight, and you're going to know it come Sunday morning. And that's what makes it, to me, that's what makes it more special, if that's the correct word to say, uh, that the you girls that are over the age of 30, you're still playing and take it serious and, and want to be uh, better and leaders of the team and, you know, at that kind of thing. That's what, to me, means a lot, not just as, as the coach and and owner of my team, but for any of these teams out here to see these uh, ladies put ladies putting in work when they have the maids on them, knowing just like you said, knowing that you have to to do more to stay on top. Yes, I mean I've stood against women, you know, at six feet, you know, coming straight at me, which I don't care because nine times out of ten I'm going to do my best to try to block you so you can't pass me. You know what I'm saying? But I've taken some I've taken some shots. I've got somebody took me by my face mask and dragged me. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. I'm like, I'm every bit of forty plus, like but it's 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 the love of the game. You know, I gotta keep pushing. I'm not gonna give up. I'm not gonna do any of that. You know, it's just it's football. It's a contact sport. As my coaches say, it's not just contact, it's a collision sport. And we gotta take it as that. Yeah, that that's exactly right. You know, that's the uh, thing and and it's it's changed so much. I mean, um, I've just been a part of women's football for for six years, and it's changed so much that 
Everybody's yeah. gotten faster. Everybody's got stronger. Um, everybody yes. is getting more knowledge. You know, you take yes. like yourself, just what you've learned about the sport, not just the football, but women's football. In in the three years that you've been involved in the sport, you can see how much it's changed. So, you yes. know, we it's just like anything. You have to, if you don't rise to the occasion, you get left behind. Truthfully, that's the truth. That's the truth. I mean, it's fun. I love the sport. Love it. I love it. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm expecting, you know, a good year this year. And I'm very happy that you guys allowed us to come into your league, truthfully. Right. Well, we're, we're sure glad to have you. Not to say it. We're gonna, I mean, it's going to be – we're really excited about uh, about the year. I mean, I'm, I'm more excited about this year for uh, the – football to start than I've ever been before, um, you know, with with the things we got set up for the league and uh, doing things that, you know, these other leagues don't do, like kickoff and uh, kickoff classic and, um, you know, the stuff me and you talked about we're going to try to do for yes. next year and and yes, things like that, you know, we want to. We want to grow, and it just makes it, you know, that much more exciting and more to look forward to when you got good people to work with, and you know that everybody's on the same page. It's nothing personal, you know. I mean, that's what I think yes. everybody wants to make it is. Well, why do you talk to them? They they're on a different team. Well, you know, we're really on the same team because we're in the sport together. It's just, you know, we're on different sides of the field for a certain amount of time. Um, you know, and everybody wants to win. Whether we win a game or you win all of them or vice versa, it ain't, it's nothing, uh, you know, personal. And that's just the way it is. But, uh, yeah, we're definitely excited about it. Well, what's, well, what's your your goals for yourself this year and, and for your team's goals? What would those be for 2018? Well, 2018, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting better out there, you know, as an athlete, you know, physically and mentally. Um, you know, every team's goal is to go 8 and 0, whether we, you know, do it or not, but um, you know, pretty much just going out there and playing some good football. Having a breakout season, really good season. That's it. Right. Well, you know, it. Uh, I, I really believe that, you know, you, your team is, is one of the teams to beat. I mean, when you start adding lots of knowledge on top of uh, toughness, that's, you know, when, like you say, you told me about some of the games you played and, and one of them you, you finished underhanded and um, still competed, you know, so I, I consider that a lot, a lot of toughness and heart, not just, you know, we, we've been in that same situation. I mean, we've actually uh, finished several games over the course of the years with 10 players. And uh, we were fortunate enough to win some of them, but we were fortunate enough to get unfortunate enough and got blew out of one of them. So I've been, you know, I've been where you, you were at. And when you call that, you know, a lot of toughness and heart, I had a lot of girls in that game that I call punked out. You know, I think that were minor injuries that just didn't want to uh, get out there and get hit when I had other girls that, you know, probably were seriously hurt but, but gutted it out, you know. And yeah. most of those girls that punked out no longer play on this team. 
you know, uh, you, you learn to figure it out. And uh, I think when, you know, you had, you had the players like you're talking about, I don't know who they are, but, you know, definitely Pittsburgh, if they play there, they've got some experience um, playing, not only just playing, but playing in big games and uh, big time spots and that kind of thing. And uh, the Carolina Phoenix, I mean, you know firsthand how good they are. Yes. And what what they can do, and uh, what yes. they did over the uh, course of the the career that they've had that team going. So, you know, definitely when you add um, some veteran players and uh, the toughness, you know, that adds up to uh, equals up to a good solid team. And I firmly believe that you know y'all your team is going to be uh, a team to beat as well as all of the the teams in our league. I think, you know, from top to bottom, uh, we got as as good a, a teams in our league. We don't have we don't have eighty five or sixty five, whatever. But the teams we have are really, really good. And, you know, I'm looking forward to a good season and having a, a bunch of competitive games and, and the goal is for all the teams to play all the games and uh, let the chips fall where they may. You know, and um, see who's there at the end of uh, July the 14th. See who's playing for that championship game. You know, that's uh, yeah. that's to me that's what it's about. And no matter how many teams you got in the league, I don't judge how good a league is by how many teams are in. So uh, yeah. we're definitely definitely glad to have y'all. And, and like I say, I'm not just telling you. Um, I, I I told my team on Sunday, hey. I'm gonna tell you right now, you better you better bear down both of your chin scratch because every game that we play is gonna be a dog fight. And I feel like that with every single team. I think every team when you look at them, every team is gonna be uh if you're if you're missing any key players, I think that uh not just you in general, but any team out there mm-hmm. that goes to play this league this year Without without key players, you're in trouble. Uh, I really believe that, mm-hmm. oh, and that's why, you know, we've we've been working hard on getting this schedule finalized so everybody can, you know, try to have their full roster there. And then that's what makes it is good is when you can have your full team, not have my full team, and we can go at it. And like to say, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, like, I want to, you know, get back to the point where you were talking about, you know, the team, you know, not having enough players. Our last game of the season, we went in, I think we had, like, uh, 15 players. But we ended out, you know, the whole – we didn't have but 10 players the whole fourth quarter. And we uh, – um, I think the team scored, like, one uh, – they their last touchdown within, like, maybe 50-something seconds left in the game. You know, I mean, it was cool, but, my, I mean, to say that we're going to quit – I've seen play. I've seen teams. You know, what I'm saying in that league, just straight. You know, say we're not gonna play no more. You know, just cut the game. We're not gonna cut the game. We're gonna keep playing. And we only got seven players, and we're allowed to play. We're gonna still play. That's the. You know, that's how we. You know, we're trying to build up. Nobody was in disagreement or anything. Everybody just want to play. So, yeah, but it should be a yeah, good season. I, I, and I can't. I can't. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. You know, there was. There was lots of people that uh, when we were getting run, blew out of the stadium, and and we were 
we were shorthanded when the game started. We had lost one of our um, starting running backs. Actually, she was. Uh, we lost a running back that had scored 23 touchdowns and had like 1,300 yards rushing the year before. Um, we lost her in the first game and lost like I six starters. Yeah, where you go? Yeah, that's right. You were so. Um, you know, we lost her in the second play of the game. And, uh, you know, then the next week we just didn't – I mean, we didn't have very many. And it, it was just rough. And But you know what? Here's the thing. No matter how rough it got, we didn't quit trying. Don't get me wrong. We couldn't do anything. We were out uh, man, woman, whatever you want to call it, from the time the whistle <laughs> – Blowed from the kickoff till it was over. There's no doubt about it. It's just the way it is. But we didn't quit trying. And nothing worked too good. Not in the game against y'all. It was another game. And nothing worked too good. Uh, but we we kept playing. And there was not one single time that I ever think of not coming out of halftime when we're getting beat 50 to nothing. Uh, I, I did not think about coming out of halftime. We were going to finish that game no matter what. And, you know, that, that, to me, that that's how you gain ground with an organization and with players. Now, there were players that quit. I mean, when when I saw them pumped out quit, and I said, they're no longer part of our organization, and I didn't run them off. They you know, they sort of separate themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they know. Yes, uh, you, you can see them. So you build that culture. You want those players that have the grit to say, hey, we might only have seven or eight or ten or whatever. We come here to play. We're going to finish playing. And you know yeah. what? That means to me, that meant more that those girls hung in there. And most of the, I think all but one, one of those girls is still on our team now that, that finished that game. That And I'm telling you, we got pulverized. And we were outmatched from the time it started till it ended. But we didn't quit. And that, to me, it, it almost uh, ruined our whole team because we lost so many players we couldn't even finish playing that year. Uh, the the one, of Phoenix got us like that 60-0, to zero, and we lost half our crowd. We had almost a sold-out stadium, and Carolina Phoenix beat us 60-0. to zero. We lost half the crowd by halftime, but none of the players gave up. You know, that, that's, that says a lot. It says a lot. Well, that's the way it's got to be. You know what I mean? That's the way it's got to be. And here, here for me, here's the only thing that, that you know, I would – and, look, we, we've won a lot of games by large margins. But now, when when you're playing – well, first of all, when you don't have a 13 or 14 players, there's no sub mm-hmm. and there's no calling off the dog. I'm not going to tell – Regardless, if you beat me 100 to nothing or I beat you 100 to nothing, I'm not going to tell my girls to quit playing just because we're up to don't score. All that. We're not going to do that. That's not what it's about. But you do you do do different things. You try different things. Uh, You put move people around. I mean, we played a team last year and and they were outmatched. I mean, we could have played probably with six and beat them. we had girls playing. I mean, honestly, we had girls playing that played on the line back there running the ball, playing receivers, just everything, you know. But we were still trying to to play. I wanted them to go out and score if they could. But we were moving people around. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want them to quit yeah. playing. 
we were just trying to give the team, the other team, you know, an opportunity by putting linemen at receivers or or the center wow. at, at running back or something. You know what I mean? And yeah. There's, there's there's ways that you can help other teams that are in a in a bind without just you know just saying hey I'm gonna beat you 100 nothing just because I can. I mean obviously yeah. if you're getting beat 50 to nothing a half, there's pretty much you can do about whatever you want to you know. So yeah. uh, you know you're you're building a, a great culture and uh, organization when when they're all bought in on the the same thing. Of, of not quitting and they're you know not even thinking about it. So you uh, you had the veteran players and experience and the toughness you got that that equals up to being uh, hard to beat. So um, well, tell me this: I've been asking all these girls the same question. What what would be what would you say to these young girls? That that are taking uh, taking playing for granted when you when you uh, women with some age on you're out there giving a hundred and ten percent. Um, pretty much. Um, to get your head in it. What I tell my players is pretty much you go out there. Whatever you put in practice is what you're going to get in the game. You know. Um, I have a few that you know want to come whenever they feel like it. You know what I'm saying? And then you know hit me on you know, text me and tell me that they got a headache or, you know, this, this, that, and the third. But if you have a headache, you can still come and watch so that you're not losing nothing, you know, by not being at practice. So, you know, a lot of the play that they got in them, you know, a lot of the younger players, they got a lot of play in them. So, you know, when you want to play, you're going to run. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do suicide, you know, to, you know, we get them to where, you know, they're structured. But um, just discipline, discipline, you need a lot of discipline. These younger players, you know, they don't have a lot of discipline. But, you know, just keep your head, your head and your heart in, your, in the game. Because if you get out there, you know, you want to go half half behind, then that's what you're going to get when you get out there. First play of the game, you can get smacked, get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a collision sport, you know. So that's pretty much it. Right. Well, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and you know, these, these teams don't uh... – these young girls don't understand it, and some of these teams don't get it. They just let them get by with anything because they're afraid of, of running them off, you know. And that's one yeah. <laughs> that's one thing that you know everybody says about me. Man, you run off more players than you got. I said, well, if I'm running them off, they just need to be here anyway, you know. So, exactly. Um, hey, before you go, I want you to um, put you. Facebook account, your Twitter, whatever you got out there for information for some of these people that uh, want to check your team out or follow your team uh, for uh, this year coming up. Uh, y'all are uh, one of the new teams in the USWFL, and uh, I, I'm I'm serious when I say this, uh, a team a team to beat. So. You know, I want you to put your information out there because uh, there's a lot of women that just like to follow women's football, not necessarily a fan of any team, but like to follow a, a lot of the teams. Yo, I'm sorry. Me? Hello? I had somebody Hello. else saying, but um, you want my own Facebook account? Is um, You can reach us at Hampton Roads. It's one word, and Lady Gators, you know, on the back. And um, we don't have a Twitter, but we do have an Instagram, which is Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Um, but y'all see us this year. 
and I'm glad that you guys allowed us, and it's going to be a very competitive year. Yes, ma'am. Well, I sure appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, I want to wish you the the best of luck. And, uh, you know, like I say, it's going to be a, a tough season, and I think everybody's uh, looking for the challenge and, and looking for this thing to get started. So, uh, um, but I want uh, for sure appreciate you taking the time to be with us tonight, talk about your team, and uh, put some things out there. A lot of people don't want to come on. It's like a big secret to talk, you know, about some stuff. So to take the time away, and I know you're busy and, and got a lot going on. So I, I really appreciate it. And thank you for having me. I'll be saying Yes, ma'am. All right. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. That was right. Katisha Simpkins from uh, the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Um, they're uh, second. This is going to be their second year playing, and uh, I firmly believe they're going to be uh, one of the teams to beat in the USWFL this year in Division Three. Um, it, it's going to be a dogfight. Um, our uh, inaugural kickoff classic is going to be. March the 31st in Bristol, Tennessee, at the Stone Castle. Uh, going to have the Detroit Pride playing the Fayetteville Fierce, Tri-City Thunder playing the North Florida Pumas, uh, Capital City Savages playing the Hampton Roads Lady Gators, and a team from Houston called the Houston Heat playing the Washington Prodigy. Um, anybody out there that's uh, close, or local that uh, wants to see some good football. It's going to start at 10 or 11 o'clock. I'm not exactly 100% on that day, on the time. I mean, the day to set. Um, so it's it's going to be a it's going to be a great day of, of football. Uh, you can you can follow us at uswfl.net. There'll be all the information will be on there. Any of the Teams website, Tri City Thunder, uh, women's football, um, all that, or, or like the Hampton Roads Lady Gators, they'll have it on their Facebook and stuff like that. So uh, I'm telling you, it's going to be a great year for women's football in the USWFL. There's uh, every team in it, it's going to be tough. So um, if you want to uh, want to see some good football. You can join us on March 31st. Um, so that ain't that ain't too far away. About two months and a few days, I think. So everybody's uh, getting in gear. I know we got a joint practice this weekend. Uh, we're really real excited about that. An opportunity to to work against some live action and uh, get better, clean up a bunch of mistakes, get some young girls some experience. Uh, in a live game situation, not just in practice. Uh, so we're we're really really excited about that, and uh, so we're just uh, ready for the, ready for it to get kicked off here. So, but I want to thank JC Hawk Sports Network for giving us the opportunity to come on here every Tuesday night and talk about women's football. I want to thank. Uh, like I say, Stephanie, for joining the chat room, and Donna for uh, sending in the questions and and all that. We'd like to have more people uh, get on the chat and talk and send us some questions and uh, however 
uh, we need to do to get some more chatter and, and all that going. I know, especially on on the Tri-Cities Thunder, with all the women on there that like to talk and, and go on, surely we can get y'all um, on there to, to the chat room and, and things like that. So um, I want to uh, thank everybody for listening and, and appreciate you joining the show. Uh, we'll catch you again next Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you.